0: She's calling him? She was born in the 80s. She still uses her phone as a phone. Uh-oh. That's fine. It's fine. We just won't answer it. Want to go to your voicemail? Hello, Blade? Uh, <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm, and I'm Ben, and these are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 15, Origins of Vampire Mythology. Seems like somebody got a little
1: bit excited. They wanted to say their name.
0: I'm always <laughs> excited. It's fine. I, I can edit that in post. There's no problem.
1: <laughs> well, I was also very excited to say my name. And you know what? I'm going to get to say it again, because it's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. There's my name again. Excellent. and We got the good music on. And there we go.
0: Just so you know, Mike, you're now creating 15 different timelines.
1: Sure am. There is one timeline where there is a sex question in here. God,
0: I want it to be the sex question.
1: <laughs> so much. I know you do. The worst
0: thing is, is that I bet the sex question is actually like really uh, pretty tame and like Probably. not that interesting. But and you I'm don't know like, what oh, it is. That's the, that's the one, huh? But here's oh. the
1: thing. You don't know what it is, so it could be anything. Anyway, it's... I've already done a good, good shuffle, but it's time for another one just to make sure it's doubly random, and maybe that sex question
0: will come up. Schrodinger's sex oh, yeah. question.
1: Schrodinger's sex question. It's both
0: good and bad until it's asked.
1: All right, Ben, are you ready for the poll? Yeah. It is not the sex question
0: course it's not okay one <laughs> one in 14 last, next time it's, it's gonna fine. be the
1: last one just because we want it so bad okay so the question this time again not the sex question um mm-hmm. it can involve sex if you so want it to um that's a different discussion that we'll get into if you could marry a fictional character who would it be if you could marry a fictional character, who would it be? Uh,
0: I feel like this is just an extension of, uh, screw Mary, kill. Um, it is a little bit of that, but it is very
1: specific. Mary, and you're not give you're not constrained is the thing because with usual, um, SMK, we'll call it, um, uh-huh. you are you are constrained to mo- three people that you have to, uh,
0: SMK. Um, if I could marry a fictional person, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, well, not Britta Perry for the reasons <laughs> we'll find out in today's episode. Wow. Check off uh, Britta's, uh, uh <laughs> mental health. Um, I I don't know because I feel like I feel like most of my um uh uh may like I feel like most of my uh crushes on fictional people have all th- i think uh, those were all uh, younger bends mm-hmm. sort of sort of fancy and it probably um, wasn't
1: built on you know love and you know the that kind of m- marriage level love it's mm-hmm. more of a uh, a lust probably
0: mhm um
1: i can specifically say for me it would be more on the lust side but as a mid a uh, uh, lower uh, younger wherever age i am in the somewhere in the low 30s um, I, it is more about uh, would I make a good match? Um, I will go ahead. Um, and uh, as, assuming we get to kind of like fudge any age differences, um, mm-hmm. the there this w- this is both lust and fam- uh marriage level love, familial love in that way. Uh, okay, Elastigirl. Okay. Have you okay. seen the dump truck? frankly any pixar woman any any of the women in pixar films surprisingly just they are man those are those are dunks.
0: i i i did not um i did not expect this uh at at all um
1: (laughs) you know you know the sir mix-a-lot classic
0: yes I'm I agree with it. Sir
1: Mix a lot.
0: Okay, excellent. And you're unable to lie about it.
1: I cannot lie.
0: Um, because you are under oath. I, mm-hmm. I never I've never told oh, you wow. this before, but technically you are under oath while on this podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which, means, I, which means if you if you lie about uh your proclivity for uh large posteriors, uh you you will be doing so under perjury.
1: Okay. Is it is it just that topic that I can't lie about, or is it more because then I'm going to have to uh, retain a lawyer, probably?
0: Uh, it's really just about that topic. Oh, thank um, goodness.
1: I've never lied about uh, them bootays. I don't know. See, the problem- is a weird conversation.
0: <laughs> the problem with me is that most of the like TV shows and stuff I watch are full of people- I would never actually want to have in my life.
1: That is true. I mean, we've <laughs> talked about you're the worst and BoJack and et cetera, et cetera. Oh yes.
0: Um, you're the worst. Absolutely. One of my favorite television shows of all time. Um, I don't want any of them in my actual life. Mm. Uh, I'm better off for not having those people in my life. Um, BoJack Horseman also the same. um, uh party down party down is great um everyone on that show kind of sucks um always sunny in philadelphia that's a hard pass um <laughs> excellent so i guess i will say that um are we gonna I- both just
1: agree on Girl?
0: <laughs> i mean um i i've just i've just been told about uh a certain dumb truck so um but no um
1: i mean you're you're telling me you watched the incredibles and the incredibles too, and you do not notice it you're telling me that that's what you're telling me i
0: didn't i didn't say i didn't say that i didn't notice it i uh just didn't i just didn't write it down in my notebook for later if you're if you know what i mean
1: how did you get access to that <laughs> I just, I'm not mad. I want to know because I need to increase my security.
0: Way back in high school, uh, I watched a lot of Daria, um, and okay. so I always, always. I mean, she's animated, and I mean, yours was animated too. So That's whatever. It,
1: it does not say live action fictional character. It just says fictional character. Uh,
0: I always, I always had a little bit of a thing for uh, Jane Lane. Um, she was an artist. She was sarcastic but not as uh sardonic or um uh just like i don't know daria was like super uh downer all the time whereas as daria was a pessimist jane was a realist and Mm -hmm. so i always appreciated that because there were times when she's like daria shut up life doesn't suck as much as you think it does and um so i w- i guess i would uh find out what she's up to uh here in adulthood <laughs> i'm not r- i'm not going all in until i know ring a ding yeah i'm i'm uh i'm gonna adele uh that i'm gonna be like uh hello it's me been wondering after all these years uh what your animated uh self is up to
1: Uh, the seo of mentioning adele on our podcast is going to send this podcast through the roof
0: i hated this question let's talk about uh although it It does seem it does seem it does seem pretty appropriate for the episode at hand which is of course origins of vampire mythology
1: oh actually i think it would be blade from this episode of television
0: oh yep there we go nailed it i need to
1: know why i need to impress him
0: it starts out in the study room, Troy and Abed are being best friends. They're doing a little hand clapping thing, singing a rhyme about best friends making a cake. It feels um, like patty
1: cake, but like half cooler um and Jeff's like, "I miss
0: this and uh the the uh it that sets up Pierce's plot line for the episode because he really wants to be best friends with somebody. Mm-hmm.
1: Again, uh, we we are we are in the portion of the show where Pierce's plot lines are like three scenes, and that's about it. Um, but yes, Pierce wants to be a, a, a he he wishes he had a best friend in the group, and then Annie and Shirley are like, "Aww," and he's like, "Don't patronize me."
0: So I feel he's like
1: flying off the handle on this one.
0: I and and tell me if you think I'm wrong on this, but I feel like here in season three. We've we've repeatedly gotten episodes where basically everyone except for Jeff will uh, 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 like disappear for an episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, particularly noted with Shirley, but you know, even like Troy and Abed, there's some episodes where they just they kind of aren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Annie, Britta, um, so on and so forth. But I feel like anytime time they're about to do that with Pierce. They're like But it's it's Chevy Chase. This guy was in National Lampoons.
1: Right. He like, there's a he need-
0: he did he he did uh you know um he was in SNL. several other movies probably that I can't remember right now because I'm not an old um <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, we got to we got to use him." And then it's mm-hmm. like, "All right. Uh give him give him a three-part a three act structure mm-hmm. that each act is approximately seventeen seconds each on average
1: mm-hmm. that's fair um it just sucks like i i get that that's kind of the thing that happens in a um in a uh uh oh an ensemble show uh it just sucks that Shirley kind of gets the raw end of the deal quite a lot that that being said i like, I don't hate these kind of, like, mini stories that, that Pierce gets, because they often have interesting things going on for just a second or two. Like, like a literal blink and you'll miss the joke, Um, which I kind of, I, I, I actually kind of, well, I don't want to get too far into grades, but I appreciate I mean, this one.
0: I, I don't I don't hate it in theory. I just think it's a thing that I've never really noticed before, because, you know, again, usually I'm, I'm binging this show, right? Right. Just going so, straight through. So an episode where Shirley isn't there is easy to kind of just gloss over because she's in the next one. Right. An episode where Annie isn't there is easy to gloss over because she's in the next one. Actually splitting these up week to week and noticing how often that happens to other characters with the exception of Jeff and the exception of these little Chevy chase vignettes where it's like, well, we, we got to get Chevy in. We, 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 we got him like, we gotta, we gotta get him on the show. Right. That's the part that I, I think is kind of weird because, um, you know, and I, I get, I get that he's a big name.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm sure and, that um, they were like, well, we can't just pay him to n- be in one scene. It's, right. it's, it's real life poking its way into the show in a way that the show is like, I guess, like, it's not even going right. to poke fun at it. Um, but
0: it's like it's like I was talking about with um, digital explorations where it's like they could have cut that whole Jeff thing and it would have been maybe better for it. It would have right. been as good or better for it. And they they won't cut Jeff and they won't cut pierce like mm. ever and well, so that's, that's, that's just that's, the thing i find weird
1: i will say that's not true about pierce forever but that's a different discussion well, we'll get yes to that one. here
0: in here in season three <laughs> they will not do it
1: that's true um well uh no i agree i think I, I think it's very interesting to see who is on screen a lot and who is not um certainly in the show i think in a lot of ensembles you you kind of get you kind of radiate to people like even in how i met your mother people gravitated to barney so barney got a lot more screen time than probably they were anticipating up front but you know things like that um and i think that's it's an interesting evolution of a show to kind of look at like hey how does this character over time kind of grow into being more of more of the focus rather than
0: you know that
1: loser ted
0: Uh uh-huh uh ted mosby sucks he kind of uh, sucks. Very, very uh, hard. This um, is
1: signed a absolute, a marshal. I'm a marshal, and that's fine.
0: Meanwhile, uh, we find out that, because uh, the Dean comes in, uh, he is wearing a conductor's outfit because he's into trains now. Mm-hmm. She'll be coming um, around
1: the Mount Dean when she comes.
0: He he shows up basically just to be like, hey, so uh, parking sitch is going to be a little weird because the carnival's in town. And then this causes Britta to become very concerned that her ex boyfriend, who is a carny, is uh, part of this traveling uh, carnival.
1: Right. She even asks if it, the company is Redbeard's Amusements, which the dean says it rings a bell, but with me it could mean anything, which is a surprisingly self aware thing for the dean to say.
0: You know i I really like the evolution of the dean, where he's just like, yeah, you know what, like that could be anything you know yeah. season season like one he's like it? he's like oh like you know oh that my my dalmatian boy uh showed up to this dance and there's two of them but it's it's so it's so awkward and weird now he's just like yeah i would have red beard uh, entertainment Pff, it could be anything
1: yeah I, i'm we- i'm wearing <laughs> cut off <laughs> overalls let's go uh-huh um, uh so the the whole reason Brit is asking is cuz the ex-boyfriend uh, that travels with the carnival, the carnival worker as you mentioned, and everybody's just immediately laughing at this whole thing. Um the dean leaves and Pierce is like uh we got to know more about this carnival worker boyfriend and Brit is like are you all just going to laugh at me? And everyone's like absolutely that's the reason why. You know what fair to them
0: for being up front <laughs> uh-huh. I, mean, I mean you know that's good to be laughing at a, a friend of yours but still three three years in you know you can be honest about like yes i want to hear about your carnival boyfriend solely so that i can laugh about your carnival boyfriend uh that, you know honesty is good um honesty is just great. like not not being able to lie about big butts
1: gotta gotta, lo- gotta love them big butts if you love them Uh, she she just says, you know what? I'm not ashamed of my past. You can laugh at it if you want. His name is Blade, and everybody starts immediately laughing. Which, (laughs) fair, it's a very funny thing to be presented with.
0: I Um, mean, if if I if I was like, oh yeah, I've got a I've got an ex, uh, who works in the carnival, and her her name is Blade. You'd you'd be like. I mean, you wouldn't, Yeah, I think you're too nice to outright laugh at me for that, but.
1: I mean, there I might do be the laughter of like, I was not expecting that name. Right. Of like that right. kind of nervous. Like, whoa, what?
0: I do, I do think though that you would be like, hold on a second. Yeah, we would, um, we would circle you know,
1: back to this.
0: You know, you know, uh, blinking white guy dot, dot gif. Um, yeah, that's what I'd do. You would, Absolutely. you would do that. Yeah, absolutely. You would you would be blinking white guy. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hmm mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm already two of the three. Might as well make it the third.
0: Um, yeah, I've been I've been meaning to tell you uh that um I'm I'm shocked at how you just never blink.
1: I know. <laughs> you know what? My eyes have a special thing where they they lubricate themselves without that.
0: So uh yeah, I uh I'm, impressed. I, I'm the never blinking man. So uh this is when abed says wait blade shouldn't new line cinema be suing him <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love how this is just to get abed and troy to want to watch blade like straight up like we should watch blade <laughs> is what they i mean say in to fairness
0: they talk about blade enough where i was like do i want to watch blade now <laughs> um which uh Blade Blade holds a, a a somewhat special place in my heart just because um, Blade 2 was the second R rated movie that I watched in a in a movie theater. Uh, the first one being the Resident Evil movie because sure. they both came out the uh, month that my friend turned 17. And I I was already seventeen and so we were just like, We're gonna go watch a bunch of R rated movies.
1: Sure. As you do when you're that age, because you're like, I get a new power. I could do this now uh-huh. without my without my mom and dad being like, You shouldn't watch that. It's too violent.
0: Uh-huh. I mean, as previously discussed, violent, my though. mom my mom took me to see there's something oh, yes. about Mary when I was fifteen. So <laughs> now that's um, not
1: violence. That's sexual in nature.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's true. My my mom probably did care more about violence. But mm. Resident Evil was a great first R-rated movie. Uh, I mean, I again, I had seen many, but it was a good first uh, R-rated movie to go to by oneself because it had language and violence and nudity, and it's like all the things you want in you an R-rated handle. movie when you're 17.
1: Uh, you got a rubric. You're like, okay, language, nailed it. Uh, uh-huh. Violence, oh, 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 boy, we nailed it. And then nudity, oh, is that a boop? It's mm-hmm. a boob!
0: oh there was there was uh there was a little more than boob in in that like i
1: will admit that i've never seen resident evil and likely will never and not going to put it on the patreon
0: you know what it's uh it's fine it's great when you're 17 and you're like i want to watch a movie where a, a guy gets chopped into cubes with lasers and also uh mila jovovich is naked like that's if if you're looking for that baby it's got it but anyways blade 2 was we we went to like literally the next week and um it was also good but d- it didn't quite it didn't hit as hard on that r-rated movie but it was still like it was a good mm. it was a good month uh where we're just like we're gonna go watch a bunch of r-rated movies it's gonna be great is that the one where they added
1: Ryan Reynolds? Because I know he was a late addition to the Blade uh, trilogy. Uh, I think he
0: was in three. Okay. Um, Is
1: this the time in which I have I admit that I've never seen any of the Blade movies? And I'm looking forward to seeing my first Blade movie, the one that's coming out uh, in the next Marvel phase or whatever?
0: Um. No, I mean, it's fine. It was not your jam. It's not your jam.
1: I mean, not to say it doesn't sound cool. And Wesley Snipes looks freaking rad um but yeah i've never seen it It it's never cool i Um, mean I was 10 when the first one came out so
0: someone does also i didn't write down who but someone does say that britta's pain unifies us she's the king arthur of bad taste in men (laughs) which is it's quite a line i i appreciate
1: it's a very good line um. Yeah. Every. So, if we're going back to the show and not talking more about Blade, uh, everybody drunk dunks on Britta, and she's. Ha- you're. I'm happy you're reacting this way. He's the worst man on earth.
0: She admits that uh, if he's in town, he will call her, and uh, if he calls her, she will be there in five minutes, and. Everyone's like, "What? Why? Like Shirley's even like that, that? doesn't make any sense." And she says, "Andre, much." And she's like, "Oh, yep, no, nope, I get it. <laughs> Apparently, so, uh,
1: you just have a person that uh, so they call and you gotta go."
0: And uh, Troy and Abed are like, "Hey, you want to watch Blade tonight?" Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's that's their plans for the weekend is just watching Blade. Uh, which you know, you
1: know, not not a bad not, a bad,
0: not a bad weekend.
1: Uh, at the lockers, Jeff is like, man, I love these lockers. I love having a locker. Now you've had one for two and a half years. You just didn't know about it. I I do. I love the, the, the lampshade on the lockers multiple times. It's very funny to me.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Like I, I do love the, uh, the, just the callback to, do you think, do you think, um, I don't know enough about it. Do you think that's a reference to like lockers are in backgrounds of shots and fans were like, they never use their lockers. And so now Jeff is like, Boy, I love my locker. Oh would, man, it's so great!
1: Look, with other shows, I'd be, I'd be like, probably not. They're just like, ah, oh, we need to add lockers. But this, but Community, I'd be like, yeah, they probably were like,
0: let's let's make a joke of this. Um, this but- is me using my locker. It's great, and it's a locker, and it's great, and I'm using it. Right. And then he winks at the camera, wink, and it goes ding, like his mm-hmm. teeth glisten the in the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: There's like a little um, like you can see the gl- the visual glimmer. Um, he had been going to his car for his midday wardrobe adjustments, and now he can just basically switch in the hallway, which he does. And and he's just staring at his. Uh, he's horny his chest. for that one. Oh, absolutely! Mm-hmm. Somebody says, "I'll have what she's having," and she's like, "Hey, be mature."
0: I I do love when Britta's walking up. And he's like, oh, uh, his outfit wasn't working. Like, she, she, she's just immediately like, oh, no, no, mm, no, I wasn't checking him out. He just he just needed to change in the middle of the hallway. Um, and Britta,
1: Britta pays this no mind. None whatsoever. She's got she's, her own thing
0: going on. Well, and, and she's been there, done that.
1: Been there, done that. But also, but like Annie's like really worried about how this is going to like look. And Britta's like, I just. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the
0: difference. That's the difference between being thirty and like twenty-one.
1: That's absolutely <laughs> because, true. Because absolutely, because I think
0: I think just by the math, Britta is thirty now, and Annie's probably twenty-one. Something um, like that. Yeah, it's it's somewhere in that range, and yeah, that's that's the big difference. Because I'm sure that in if when I was twenty-one, I'd go like oh Annie what were you doing oh my mm-hmm. and at 30 I'd just be like yeah whatever I, I'm dealing with Blade Um, yeah, he's, he's like, half man half vampire he has all the strengths none of the weaknesses I'm mm-hmm. dealing with him and it's a whole thing I don't have time for your shenanigans Annie mm-hmm. like big difference also I'm yep. dealing with Blade now because yep. uh, I I pissed him off even though I'm not a vampire you still don't want to get on Blade's bad side
1: right he's got two blades they talk about this later <laughs>
0: canonically he's got blades and his name is blade it's It's like he's got a
1: third blade himself (laughs) um yes britta comes running up is like i need your help it is blades carnival if i'm left unattended i will quote end up doing
0: him like a crossword
1: which is a very wonderful way of describing it and she will end up regretting it
0: I love the phrase, I'll end up doing him like a crossword, in part because, yes, it's a very good phrase. But also, I have to imagine that Britta is not very good at crosswords.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't think she's very good at it. I don't think she understands the concept. Um, I, I just thought of it being very more like a very studious kind of calm and like like sit, sitting by her like all curled up and just like
0: mm-hmm. Drink, drinking drinking a, a coffee and yeah. curled up in a chair and just, you know, take, taking some time. Uh Re- really, really, really thinking pondering. hmm Yep. Uh, maybe occasionally cheating a little bit and looking up words in the dictionary. Um, mm-hmm. to make because yeah. you don't remember quite how they're spelled.
1: She's really e- she's either really bad at crosswords or really bad at sex, and there's no there there's no <laughs> in between. Uh,
0: she she does give Annie her phone and says, "I need you to hold on for this t- for the weekend." Also, I need to stay at your place, and Annie hesitates, but she's like, "No." I'm trusting you because you're a junkie. Think of Blade like Adderall, uh, and I need you to, like, chain me to the radiator. And this is when Annie's like, oh, yep, okay, no, I get it. We don't actually have a radiator. We have central air, but, uh, you know, it's close. close, I get the concept. I got it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes, I believe uh, Britta even calls her a pill head, which seems uh, derogatory, but we're going to move on from that. Uh, The dean is uh, supervising some model trains in his office because, again, he's into trains now. He's
0: into trains now. Uh,
1: And this is when Vice Dean Laybourne comes in and tells him that he wants Troy enrolled in the air conditioning program. Uh, He has not been able to get Troy to see the opportunity that it is. So uh, he comes to the dean to help change his mind and reminds him of the AC repair school's power in this situation by picking up one of the Dalmatians. In his model train set and crushing it in his hand, and then uh, leaves. And Pelton asks his assistants,
0: "Natalie, could you get me a um book on how to do things? You know what? Just make me a scotch and soda. Make it yourself. I don't know how. I will say, who needs a book on how to do things when you've got a scotch and soda? It's um, true,
1: but you also have to know how to make it. Uh, so you it's might two need the ingredients."
0: Book. It is two ingredients.
1: Look, I'm just, I'm advocating on the side of Dean. He does not know how to make it. He doesn't know the concept. I mean, there are, you know, maybe there's a flourish at the end that he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't know what he doesn't know.
0: It is two ingredients. All I'm saying is he doesn't know what he doesn't know. I I didn't know this when we talked about digital exploration of interior design, but I was (laughs) looking up.
1: Let's keep talking about the best title in the show.
0: Uh, I was looking up something else about the episode after we recorded it. Um, and I did find on IMDB's trivia section that John Goodman was filming, um, flight, uh, at the time, which explains why he has a goatee and ponytail. So him being like, I'm going through some stuff is the in universe explanation for why he has this goatee and ponytail that he's growing out for this other movie
1: amazing
0: so there you go
1: that's terrific i gotta find a picture of him in this movie now okay i I found one i'm gonna send it to you it's not the best picture but it is a picture he definitely does Mm -hmm. have a goatee here
0: yeah and he looks he looks like a guy who uh he's he's, uh, going through some stuff so there you go that's why that's why it was there um and i i do like just being like no, nope, I'm I'm going through some stuff and then just leaving it at that. And like I've I've literally never questioned it. I was like, Me yeah, neither. No, that's fine. I no follow up. You know what? We've it's all just, we've all been there, um, in some way or another.
1: I mean, I have a picture out there, uh, uh where I'm holding a uh, a uh, child of a friend of mine's, um, and I have patterned my facial hair into what I uh, now derisively call lol because i had one sideburn i had the o oh, like the goatee
0: and then another <laughs> sideburn
1: and boy did i look stupid
0: excellent uh, so yeah
1: that's a great picture that shows up on facebook every so often and i'm like oh man i look like a doofus and and to to her to so to to her benefit and my stacy did say hey don't shave your face like this And I was like, (laughs) no, it's going to be great.
0: It was not. Back at Apartment 303, Troy and Abed are watching Blade, uh, just like they said they would. And Annie and Britta are also there watching it. And they just keep saying the word Blade. I love Blade special blade weapons. Yeah. See that sword? It has two blades. One blade is silver. The other blade is infused with garlic. I should check my messages. No. Guys... Can we maybe watch a different movie or just stop saying that word six times per minute? What word? Blade. Uh, because of Britta's ex-boyfriend. Obviously, to see if Blade has called or to call Blade or whatever. It's and something
1: to do with contacting Blade. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and Annie says no, because you're just going to backslide. And that's when Britta is like, but no, it's, it's, not, about t- it's not about calling Blade. I need to check to see if my mother is dying. Annie doesn't fall for it, and she's like, okay, tell you what, why don't you go check it, and then you can see if my mother is dying, and then you can tell me if she's not dying, or yes, she is dying, and then we can go back to watching the film.
1: <laughs> you know, it's just about, it's, it's it's it's. let's just figure it out, and then we'll go from there.
0: I love... I love how in this trying to convince Annie, this is her intent. Is like, yeah, it doesn't really matter what the answer is. I just need to know. I, I just need to know. Uh, once I know my mother is dying, we can just go back to watching Blade. That's fine. Because I
1: mean, at that point, what what are you really gonna do? Right? Like, clearly,
0: are you, are you a are you a doctor? You can't. Clearly not, and certainly Britta's not. Even if you were, can you get to Britta's mom's location in time? No. Might as well just keep watching uh, Blade. You gotta keep watching Blade. Annie does go to get the phone. Britta promises to close her eyes. It's not about trying to figure out where the phone is. The moment Annie opens the drawer, Britta runs over and grabs, reaches in and grabs a banana. Easy. She's like, why do you have a banana in your DVD case? Look at the banana, Britta, and it yeah. says on it. Literally, Annie you tells are her a lying b- junkie.
1: <laughs> and he tells her to read the banana, which is the funniest line in the world.
0: Read the banana. Um,
1: <laughs> it's 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 one of the funniest banana related uh, lines in television history, um, other than "There's money
0: in the banana shack," banana stand.
1: Ah, yes. I I messed up the line, dang it. I was too busy thinking about my cool my cool sideburns. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a there is a timeline where I have become si- Starburns. I just want to point that out. <laughs> We're not in that timeline, thank goodness. But it, but it, um, it was a ch- I mean, I have I have some some facial hair that I could probably fashion into a remediary star over here. Mm-hmm. I could probably do it.
0: I mean, look, I d- I I shave my head now, so if you shave stars into your sideburns and get, go full starburns, I'll shave my facial hair and I'll go full dean. Um, <laughs> just I'll put on a a short sleeve button up shirt and a tie, <laughs> and maybe but some like short jeans. I just uh, have questions like of what Jean we would shorts. do at
1: that point. What would we do? Um, Walk around Portland and be <laughs> and be starburns and the dean.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Why not? uh man yeah it seems fine um so is it
1: too late to rename this this show starburns and the dean
0: yes uh it
1: is (laughs) it wasn't a good name in the first place
0: they get into an argument about it and troy and Abed are just like just we're trying to watch this movie they they get shot down and then troy says you guys are terrible friends you don't like our movie we can't say the word blade. There's phones in the refrigerator. And then at that point, Britta immediately starts running to get it. Well, doesn't he they immediately realize what he
1: does and says, oops, as part of like the list? It's very funny.
0: They managed to get Britta into Annie's room and they lock the door. Uh, she does call them a whole host of names, including racists and pedophiles and the opposite of Batman. Which Troy says, you don't know what that means. What is the opposite of Batman?
1: I, I'm just as cool as uh, Britta because I do not know.
0: A quick duck, duck, go search for the opposite of Batman brings me to wordhippo.com. Okay. Uh, a lot of animals in this so far. The opposite. What is the opposite of Batman? Need antonyms for Batman? Here's a list of opposite words from th- Arthosaurus. So, well, um, it's clearly
1: not man bat.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so okay. This is using the definition of Batman as a person who is employed to perform to perform typically domestic duties for others. So it is giving me actual opposites. Here's the here's the community re- subreddit. Uh, what there is the opposite of Batman? That's the place um, we're gonna find a
1: real result.
0: Uh, oh, somebody did link to Man Bat. Uh, just a picture of Man Bat. Hmm. Um. I somebody says I, the penguin maybe anyways moving on this is also when uh there's a knock at the door and it is the dean he is there for a boy's night he's got some sodas he's got some let's chips and he's wearing some pjs
1: Mm -hmm. uh abed turns to the group is like i need help reacting to something
0: yep it is uh I mean, it it's awkward. Imagine the dean <laughs> of your school showing up and being like, "Let's hang out." I'm in PJs, by the way.
1: Yes, it would be weird. Uh,
0: also, I think I said Troy got the door. Uh, Abed got the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make to sure. Make sure. I want to make sure people on the internet will not tell me mm-hmm. that I'm wrong.
1: If you want to drop this in and post, you can. Abed.
0: Uh huh. Abed.
1: <laughs> there we go. Uh, Take you
0: two. It. Abed.
1: You did it really Uh, good in the last week's episode, so if you want to do the gag again, it's fine by me. Take three. Abed. Take four. Abed!
0: Uh, Do we we
1: want more dramatic line readings of the name Abed?
0: No, this is audio poison. (laughs) At the carnival, Jeff and Shirley are at the carnival because Jeff really needs to... Uh, see blade um gotta,
1: gotta know this person uh and, Pierce and um, Chang are also there uh they see shirley mm-hmm. and jeff and like what are you on an awkward date
0: uh yeah so the the follow-up to pierce's story is that he and chang go on a, a little uh boys night out to mm-hmm. the carnival an um, awkward
1: best friend date
0: so Jeff wants to go to the carnival just to look at Blade. Like he's literally just there to look at Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shirley's like, "No, you want to you want to take a look at Britta's ex boyfriend. And if you did it by yourself, you'd be weird." And he's he leans and he's like, "You're the only one who understands." Which is not nice. I always, I always like Jeff Shirley moments. They are, mm-hmm. they're, they're strangely sweet in in very weird ways.
1: I totally agree. They, they are. They, I like the characterization characterization where they both see where each other is coming from, even mm-hmm. if it's kind of like a weird version of how to get there. Um, I, I do, I do love Shirley asking like. They're like, what? What is this? An awkward date? And Shirley's like, well, what am I looking at? And Pierce is going to get a best friend. Uh, they decide to go get cotton candy. Uh, Pierce and Chang, but Chang does suggest Russian roulette. Yes. Um, Jeff and Shirley turn the corner to see Blade at the duck, uh, the shooting gallery, uh, the duck game, uh, and Shirley is like, well, not as good looking as you, Jeff. And Jeff's like, wasn't asking for it
0: uh blade is played by kirk fox uh who i mostly know as sewage joe from parks and recreation
1: same he's got a very interesting uh acting style kind of laconic
0: it's very good they go to shoot those ducks and uh yeah Shirley's like
1: okay we saw him and we i want to go on a ride now and jeff's like we're gonna go shoot some ducks
0: back at apartment 303 uh Britta and Annie are sitting on the bed and they're having a real heart to heart. And, and, um, you know, Britta's all apologetic for, for trying to, to get her blade fix. And, um, she's like, you know,
1: just outside on the TV, didn't need to be a whole big thing about it.
0: Just go outside and listen to Troy and Abed talk for five minutes. You'll get so many blades. You'll be sick of it. You'll Mm -hmm. be like, ah, you just, you keep, keep saying blade. Sick of blade. Are you even having a conversation? This is just the word blade over and over and over again. And uh, so she's like, look, I, you know, I've always, I've always wanted to say it, but like, you know, you're a sister to me and they hug. And she's like, do you think you could trust me to look at the phone? You know, I've got like everything on there. I've got a calendar, all my school assignments. I'm kind of lost without it. And then uh, Annie with this newfound trust wink Mm. is like, well, yeah, okay. I mean, you're not
1: manipulating
0: me, are you? And is like, no, 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 It's, it's fine. And oh, by the way, I have to call my doctor for some results. It's nothing serious, but it is something, you know, personal. And so Annie's like, yeah, no, I understand. She leaves. And then she, uh, she tells the, uh, boys what the plan is. Mm-hmm. because they're like you you trusted her she says no i replaced blade's number in the phone with mine so you know just in case she actually tries to get in contact with him it won't go to him but i don't think and then the immediately phone starts the phone buzzing. buzzing
1: yeah uh she reads although the be- text. before
0: we move on i do also want to just point out though that the dean is watching Blade with Troy and Abed, and he's just like,
1: boy, this guy doesn't give vampires a square inch of leeway. He's harsh.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a way to describe it, I suppose. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to see that on the Blade 4 poster. Just be like, he doesn't give vampires a square inch of leeway. You know what? The Russos are working on Marvel movies. I They might do it. <laughs> um, Please make it happen. Please. I will. One hundred percent. Go see the new Blade movie if if that's if that's on the poster, <laughs> um, which is narrow casting to one specific <laughs> one person. One
1: specific person, yes.
0: But you know what? I I I'll see it. I'll do mm. a whole podcast episode about the new Blade movie. Make it happen.
1: I, I mean, I'll be I'll be on that episode. It'll be great. Um, yeah. So, uh, as soon as Annie trusts her, uh, she starts hearing her phone buzzing, uh, and. Her, T- Britta has sent a message that includes the the phrase "dying to feel the warmth of your," and then the, we don't get any more. But feel free to use your imagination.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. Um, we may not have gotten the sex question, but uh, but Blade, Blade sure did. Blade sure is. He's getting a lot of them, except not really, because it's Annie's phone, and she mm. just sees all of these texts coming in. And she's basically like, Britta is nasty and hella codependent. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say hella. I don't know that. I, I can't imagine Annie ever saying the word hella. No, but. she's
1: not. Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's that's not an anything to say. Uh, at the carnival, Jeff's doing real good at the shooting gallery. He's gotten multiple teddy bears and goes for another round and then starts talking up, uh, chatting up Blade. Is that a carnival name? And Blade's like, why would I have a carnival name? There's not. I what would I change it if I had to? What would I change it to? Um, like it wouldn't change
0: how mustard tastes. And for whatever reason, this works on Shirley. Shirley's like, oh, doesn't doesn't change how mustard tastes? Yeah, no, I get it. I
1: kind of get it too, though. Is the thing like he doesn't? He's just he's just him. Like there's nothing to do. Like there's you know it just is the way it is, and there's not really much deeper than that. I think that's that's like it's almost like he's a blank canvas that you can paint whatever you want on and i get it
0: i mean also like in fairness i have definitely known the type uh who uh, you know not literally uh brain damaged to not feel shame like uh blade has been but uh i've definitely known the type of uh like i've had friends before who it's like there's just there's just something about them like they're not uh, they're they're not like the most conventionally attractive, you know. They they don't have a ton of social status, you know. They're just they're just kind of normal people, but there's just something about them where they're just kind of just a little bit aloof, just a little bit like mm-hmm. I hesitate to use the word like Zen, but that sort of like you know it is what it is sort of mentality, right? Like. They they just have this sort of charisma that stems from it, and it's just like, okay, I don't know what it is about you, but there's there's something there's something about you.
1: You either want to impress and them then, or be with them. Yeah,
0: and so it's like you know you you kind of you kind of you kinda like them, and you don't really know why. Like, right. I've definitely known people like that. Um, so I you know I I do get it. I I do get. I, I get I do get that like it won't change the way mustard tastes and be like yeah okay, I mean okay right I, I I wouldn't uh I wouldn't immediately sext them repeatedly um with a desperate need to do them like a crossword puzzle
1: no um, I I don't think that's you know Britta did a one-off fling and and cause I think like there was a long period of time where it kind of became a uh, a desire a, a need to have that kind of you know charisma around uh jeff decides to keep going uh shirley's kind of walked away uh but sh- he's distracted by chang and pierce walking behind them laughing loudly um and then they have a little best friend montage and they get to laugh with each other in slow motion
0: yeah i almost it, called it a montage it's not even really a montage it it's really, a little isn't? it's a little jingle about being best friends <laughs> and slow
1: motion and i think black and white <laughs>
0: I uh, I I don't I think it was full uh, color. The second but, one is in the black and white. Um,
1: but it's just like they're just laughing. And that's like a slow motion uh, video of them laughing to a song. And that's kind of it. <laughs> that's mm-hmm, the story. Mm-hmm. Would Uh-oh. you let me be your best friend? I
0: would call you
1: every day. Uh, we go back to the apartment. Uh, and Annie is just getting more and more frustrated with Britta because those texts are rolling in. Uh, Annie reads off a few, and Troy's like, can we just put it under a stack of mattresses? Troy, problem solver. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, silence the phone. That
0: could also work. This is also when the Dean, who is still there <laughs> for, for some, some reason, reason. Uh, it explains it. She's, he's like, Britta is una- is attracted to unavailable men. And then uh, Troy, I think, Troy says, why are you here? And he's like, ow
1: right but but he didn't he never answers the question is the funny part um until like he has to which is the dean's story is very weird in this episode and i very much love it um so annie hears this and is like well maybe i'll make blade available and Troy's like what are you doing and and he's like I, i'm just gonna text back leave me alone and both Troy and Abed are like, "No!" and run to get her. And it's like, "You just made it so much worse."
0: Right? Because then Britta calls, and they're like, "Oh no, she was born in the '80s. She still uses her phone as a phone." And boy,
1: that's a funny line. Oh man, that's good.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I do always find it funny. Uh, we, you, and I have a, a friend who is in her twenties. And occasionally we'll be like, "Oh man, you remember when text messaging used to cost like ten cents per text, even the ones that that you received and and never asked for?" And she is like, "What? <laughs> that that's that's criminal!" And we're like, "Yeah, well, yeah, but that was the
1: way it was. That's
0: how that's how it was." And she's like, "I, how did you how did you have any conversations?" It's like, "Well, you we you paid extra for a text plan, or you paid." 10 cents for every text message. She's like, that, "What?" And it, it cracks me up every time.
1: It, you can you can always tell that that person did not have a Razer phone. Those sw- those Razer phones were sweet back in the day, man.
0: I I always wanted one, man. They looked so cool. I had um, a red I, one.
1: Oh, so cool. I felt uh, so I, cool. I was a big giant nerd, but I had a red Razer phone and I was like, "I am the coolest."
0: I never had one. I had I had a a, a no. It wasn't quite the Nokia brick. It was a slightly slightly upgraded. It had the color mm. screen on it, but Ooh. it was still basically the Nokia brick. Um, and then I had a bunch of uh, cheap but and not at all cool flip phones, like an LG and a Samsung, and mm-hmm. they they were not the razor. I wanted one of those things so bad. Oh, they were.
1: So, it was. I was the coolest uh but uh, uh, just for a postscript i was not i am still not i'm never going to be and i never was but i felt like i was the coolest
0: i had the coolest phone in the world i mean those those things were so slim they were so sleek oh. they looked rad as hell it was the um, best i am i'm retroactively jealous
1: but the razor's back you can get one again but as a smartphone yeah,
0: but it's different it's different it's not as cool i don't i don't like i don't love those folding touch screens they look weird and they're they don't look uh i i watch uh i don't know if you're familiar with the youtube channel jerry rig everything where he does like i'm not he he does uh phone stress tests and uh he's just like yeah these flip phones man they they're brittle as hell and i'm like no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to spend fifteen hundred dollars on something I'm going to break on day four. Um, That's fair. I'm I'm good.
1: I will say. With that, that- said,
0: Motorola, if you want to <laughs> sponsor us and send me one of those razors to try out, let's talk.
1: <laughs> I will say we are early in that technology, and that technology will probably get better and better, just like all technologies do. Like I can't imagine, you know, when we had the other razors that I would be like, yes, I want an entire phone that has a front that is all glass. Um,
0: so (laughs) yeah, imagine going, imagine going back in time and being like, Hey, Mike of, uh, uh, 2007. No, that's right about an iPhone. Hey, Mike of 2005. Mm -hmm. My phone is made of glass. And he'd be like that. Well, that's dumb. What happens when you drop it? And we'd be like, yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's a good point. It does. (laughs) That does. That does suck. Um, It
1: does suck. Uh, but you but then just you would, deal you would with pull it? that
0: bad boy out and be like, "Look at what it can do!" And then uh, 2005, Mike's face would melt off. Uh, right, from but how at cool the same time,
1: you don't have the same—you uh, uh, wouldn't have the same infrastructure, so you couldn't do like go to Google. It would still take wi- forever.
0: Wi-Fi existed, so you That's could. Fair.
1: For whatever reason, my brain was like, "Well, you're in a field. <laughs> There's not Wi-Fi in that field.
0: Cities didn't exist until 2009." Obviously, I, mean,
1: I didn't move to a city until like 2012. Like, I mean, I lived in a Blacksburg as a town,
0: um, but towns just- didn't exist until 2008. So, you know, 2005, Mike is standing out in a field with his razor being like, I'm super cool because I don't need to go back to the barn to use a phone. <laughs> I've got yeah. a I've got a cellular telephone.
1: My, my high school and middle school were in the same barn is what I'm assuming I'm saying at that time. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: and then <laughs> and then 2021 20, Mike shows up and is like, check out this phone and then melts uh, the face off of young Mike. Out also, in the have field. you ever heard
1: of Portland? People have weird hair color
0: also uh i've got some bad news about uh 2020
1: yeah i i (laughs) this is the second straight week we've we've got we've traveled back in time to deliver a grave warning while accidentally showing off phones or
0: something this this is this is um we just want to go back
1: in time so badly to when it was all good
0: i well and i i watched i watched back to the future Uh, parts one through three the other week okay and uh, because i'm a huge nerd who usually watches at least the first one every november 12th which is the date of the famous hill valley lightning storm in 1955 and uh I, i was watching them and i was just like oh man 2020 the existence of 2020 breaks any sort of time travel uh because Like, sure, you go back, you go back from 1985 to 1955. What, you know, it's a normal time travel movie. Doc goes to the future. He goes into the future long enough or far enough to get hover conversions Mm. and a replacement spleen and colon and a whole, you know, whole new, new jam. You can't tell me that Doc was like, I'm going to stop at 2019. Doc had to have come back knowing full well right what 2020 was going to bring
1: well even in the sports almanac it has to tell you what happened
0: also that spor- the sports well, okay. were weird. the sports the, the sports almanac uh only goes up to the year 2000
1: oh does it okay
0: but also that sports almanac is tiny considering biff is literally checking college sports scores for november 12th 1955 <laughs> in that book and Fair. it's just like, like it has every print. college college football game, horse races. He wins big on horse races sure. when he turns twenty one. That Wh- okay, thing that li- thing's got to be like an encyclopedia. Here it is, like a half a half a. Uh, it fits
1: a, in his back pocket, if I remember
0: correctly. Yeah, yeah. it but is tiny. Also, it is way too tiny.
1: We are also. <laughs> I want to just point out, we are we are critiquing the MacGuffin of a movie that is not within the purview of this or our previous podcast, even though our previous podcast had a pun off of the name of the movie.
0: (laughs) All I'm saying is 2020 breaks time travel. So (laughs) like, do you think if doc came back and he knows about 2020 and he's like, Hey, uh, by the way, your kids get put in jail in 2015. So we got to go take care of that. Anyways, now that that's fine, I'm never talking to you again. Bye. Like, you, you don't. You don't not mention. Okay.
1: Yeah. You, you no. Don't. I mean, I'm come just, on, Doc. I just think that some. You know. Th- th- now, I will say, it is shown to be a uh, a a mirror universe like some kind of divergent timeline when he comes back, because again, like Biff is working for his, his dad and his dad is cool and stuff. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. So
1: in that universe, we might not have this going on. So what you're
0: saying is, is that because George McFly (laughs) did not punch Biff in the face in
1: 1955, COVID happened. I mean, if you, you, you you uh, simplify it. You, I think you might be oversimplifying.
0: Uh, but that's, but yes, but that's that what is, you said. That, that is what, what you said. said. <laughs> like that. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff between 1955 and 2019 that that all happens.
1: It's the butterfly effect.
0: But what you it's what you movie, are saying, what you are saying is if you if if you just sort of take that whole middle bit between 55 and sure and 2019 as as one one package what you're saying is that that section contains the fact that because George McFly did not punch biff in 1955 covid happened
1: i'm just saying geopolitical boundaries are much different you've got a lot going on <laughs> uh so yes i guess i guess i'm saying <laughs> because <laughs> Oh, I've put so much on on the McFly family.
0: Uh, so Annie answers the phone because she panics and she just goes, <laughs> and then hangs up.
1: <laughs> that, which, you know what? That's a that that's a me level plan if
0: I've ever seen it. On a scale of one to ten, I give I give that like a four. Like it's not great. But she could have done worse. She absolutely could have done worse, um, because, like, you know, you you don't you don't just answer me like, oh, hey, I'm I'm Blade. Like, you know, I mean, she she does answer the second call, but she's got sure. a little bit. She knows it's coming. She's got a little bit right. more time to prep. That first one, you know, just sort of mumbling into the phone and hanging up. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. I'm I'm upping it. Wow. It's five out of ten.
1: Uh everyone that's standing in the room kind of just stares at her and she's like, I don't know. And Abed's like, change your settings so it doesn't go to voicemail because it's all about you gotta you gotta make sure to pick up because otherwise it'll go to voicemail. She's not quick enough to do this, and Britta calls back. And this is when Annie has a spark of inspiration and tells the dean, Troy, and Abed to be a carnival. That legitimately made me laugh. Like I, I like I, I'll be honest like I'm I'm usually watching these so I can write stuff down and not really to laugh mm-hmm, but that mm-hmm. one just it got me right in the good uh, the good funny bone it was very good
0: um I do appreciate that even the dean gets in on it because mm-hmm. like he's like popcorn here get your popcorn like you know it's it's nice that the dean kind of gets involved I mean you know he's just just there to try to get Troy Barnes to join the uh, air conditioning repair school, mm-hmm. but you know but he's, he's, he's he's been he brought in it. in this mm-hmm. interpersonal
1: mm-hmm. conversation, especially like psychoanalyzing Britta, <laughs> being like she she <laughs> loves unavailable men. It's like what what Dean 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 <laughs> Dean knows Britta too much.
0: Uh, and then so they have this call and they hang up and that's when Annie says she's whipped by an imaginary douche and then the Dean says, "Hey, don't knock it till you tried it." I've. I mean, I've got questions that I don't really want answers. Yeah, to.
1: there, there's, there's like a level of confusion that I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to rectify. Um, we go back to the carnival, and Jeff's kind of just telling Blade his whole life story about cheating on the LSATs and stuff. But he, he, a magician never reveals its secrets. Um, he he's then, also
0: trying to go for the record on ducks just because reasons. He's jealous, and maybe he wants to prove that he's he's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But also, it? he just—he really needs to know what drove Britta crazy about Blade. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's 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 his end game. Uh, that Shirley asks about, and Jeff isn't in love with Britta, but he is insanely jealous of Blade. What is his secret? Um, and Shirley's like, "I'm I'm just gonna go find Pierce."
0: With the Pierce storyline, Chang gets in a fight with Pierce, and then there's a little uh, breakup ditty. Um
1: it's 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 very funny because Chang's like, I hope we don't I wonder what happens if we get in a fight. And it's like, well, let's just let it be. And Chang's like, don't tell me what to do, and then runs off. And so it's all constructed within Chang's head, which is very funny. Uh, but Pierce does have like a very crying sad moment with a song, which is very nice. This is the last time This is the last time I see you smile.
0: Uh, back at apartment 303. Uh, they finally managed to change Annie's voicemail. So now they don't have to keep answering these calls. Mm-hmm. It'll just go to voicemail. It sounds like it's Blade's voicemail. Um, and then uh
1: The Dean's like, What are we gonna do now? And and Annie's like, What are you <laughs> doing here, Dean? Which is very funny that it becomes like a refrain.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: it's also a good question that he never answers until he has to.
0: Annie says that she's going to be mean to Britta so that Blade, she stops trying to text Blade. And then uh, that's when Troy's like, look, why don't you get this? Britta likes guys who are mean to her. She doesn't like herself. Give me the phone. And he takes a moment and he's he's texting. He's very clearly putting some thought into this mm-hmm. text message he Very clearly
1: putting some thought into what he wants mm-hmm. to say that's nice to Britta, and then he immediately deletes it off of Annie's phone.
0: Yes, he deletes it off of Annie's phone so that uh, Annie cannot see what it was, and as soon as he hands the phone back, Britta comes out of Annie's bedroom and is just like, oh, hey guys, yeah, I'm, I'm done, Like, let's watch the movie, and Troy looks noticeably mm-hmm. upset.
1: I also want to point out that Breda also asks why the Dean's here.
0: Right. They they all do at one like, point or another.
1: It's it's still very funny to me. Uh, but yes, Troy is downcast, um, and we will get to that. But first, we have a little bit at the carnival with Jeff and Blade.
0: I, I didn't write down what he says. I just wrote that Jeff has a whole, like, why do I want to impress you monologue?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He is really trying to figure out yeah. what Blade's secret is. And Blade is just like... A magician never tells the secrets, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Jeff kind of starts to walk away and blades like, no, come back. You dropped, you dropped over 300 bucks on my booth. I'll tell you, do you really want to know it? And Jeff's like, I do.
0: Uh, We cut back to apartment 303. They're watching blade. I don't know if you caught it, but there's a Wilhelm scream.
1: I didn't catch it, but I did see it on the IMDB trivia page when we were on the IMDB Googling side of the show. Um. So, y- y- hooray! I missed. I can't believe it. I get so wrapped <laughs> up in these that I missed the Wilhelm scream, and it sucks because I love mm-hmm. that scream. Mm-hmm. It's such a good scream. But yeah, everybody's looking a little bit frustrated, except for the dean, who is just having a jolly time.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's hanging out with uh with the cool kids. He thinks that are the cool kids. In any case, he's watching Blade. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet how can he you not be Jeff- having fun.
1: I do bet he wishes Jeff was there. But yeah, other than that, cool kids. Uh, uh, any. Annie- Oh, go ahead. Uh, Annie grabs Britta's phone because she has to know what Troy said. Um, And uh, Britta Britta now admits that she'd been texting with Blade, uh, but it's over now because Blade is a loser, which uh, hurts Troy a little bit more. And he's like, I'm just going to call it a night. Uh, The dean's like, oh, he's the dean realizes he's losing his shot. So he decides to (laughs) shoot his shot and say, Uh, 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 Troy, you should really join the air conditioning repair program. No. Well, that didn't work. That's what I get for improvising. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one does a great improv performance in this episode. Like Annie's bad. It's, like Dede's uh-huh. bad. It's all great. It's all it's, hilarious. It's real
0: good. Annie comes clean about how they were pretending to be Blade, and mm-hmm. she's like, "What is?" With you huh you weren't texting blade you were texting us i switched blades number in your phone to mine you tricked me you tricked me you asked for my help you tell me i'm your sister i do everything i can to make you hate this turd and the
1: first nice thing he says and you're over him who hurt you
0: and why didn't it stick and uh, uh britta's like wait if you guys were pretending to be blade then Blade's not a loser, and she grabs the phone and goes off to text him, and Annie is just like, no, let her go. She's a not. She's a lost cause.
1: Uh, this is when Jeff shows up at the apartment, kind of like stopping Britta in her tracks, and it's like, I met Blade. He's brain damaged. Before he met you, a loose bolt flew off a Ferris wheel and embedded in his skull, destroying the part of his brain that feels shame. And Britta's like, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't he tell me that? Jeff's like, Blade didn't care if you knew.
0: Yeah, he does. He does say that uh, Blade has he has nothing to prove or disprove to anyone, mm-hmm. which you know, uh, probably feels pretty nice <laughs> in its own way. Oh
1: man, I would love, uh, you know, I, I I am on Lexapro, and I would love to lose that entire anxiety proving thing thing going on it's not left yet i'm hoping it will someday um you know Um, you know how how adults are like when you're older you won't no one you won't care what people think has it happened (laughs) has not happened you lied Um, to me adults
0: jeff does also say uh he's like none of us have to go because brit is trying to go to blade and he's like no none of us have to go to anyone and the idea that we do was a mental illness we contracted from Breath Mint commercials and Sandra Bullock. We just have to stop hating ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when Pierce comes in, uh, finishing his story, giving Annie his phone so he can't call Chang and locks himself in Annie's room.
0: Uh-huh. Ta da! We have. Yeah, imagine an conclusion. old man bursting into your house and being like, I I can't call this other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my phone. I'm going to be in your bedroom, and then locks the door. Mm-hmm. It's a great evening, really, for it's, everyone.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so, like, it's like, well, what am I gonna? Am I gonna just? Uh, cou- I guess it's the couch for me. Um, uh, Troy reemerges from the uh, pillow uh, blanket fort, uh, and and they all watch played. Um and Britta looks at the message in her phone that Troy wrote her, and realizes it was Troy that sent it. And naughty Annie kind of nods at her. And it's like Britta. We, they all kind of smile at each other. Britta smiles at Troy. Jeff and Annie smile at one another, and then Troy and Abed smile at one another. And Abed's like, "This movie is fantastic."
0: Hey, Abed's getting what he wants out of it, and it is to watch Blade, Sometimes- particularly without the Dean there. <laughs>
1: It's like it's like if I was watching UHF and then a whole like sitcom plot happened behind me and I'm just like but I was watching UHF.
0: And obviously UHF. no no one is really interested because it's UHF and you're just like but right. it's it's my jam.
1: And then my boss shows up. <laughs>
0: it's uh-huh. like
1: I was watching UHF and now my boss is here.
0: And then an Should- old man locks himself in your bedroom mm-hmm. and um I was like uh I'm trying to sext someone but i'm like that Mm -hmm. i don't that's not me (laughs) i
1: mean the only like i'm thinking who who in our group um but yeah there's there's not i don't think there's a lot of sexting going on anymore i'm just want to put that out there um we do go to the tag uh it is abed giving a very very specific stand-up routine Uh, Very specific to his apartment and the routine is uh, delivered to only Troy, Jeff and the Dean in the study room. Jeff's like, this is very specific to your apartment. It probably won't work in an open mic. And then there's a beat and Abed just like. And, And Abed
0: just continues.
1: And it's 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 such a bizarre, silly, goofy joke that I just love very much.
0: Uh yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty good tag. Uh overall, I would uh I would say um like
1: one of the big jokes is like have you ever noticed how I,
0: how I brush my teeth
1: according to Troy brushes his teeth and it's like Troy's like, "Oh, I do do that." It's like wow.
0: <laughs> but that is the uh that is the end of the episode uh and that means that it is time for
1: great. I'm as high as hell, and you're about to get shot. I'm as high as hell.
0: I really enjoy this episode. Um, I give uh, I, I, I sometimes uh, like I love season three, but I'm I, I'm sometimes a little hard on it because I feel like uh, by season three, we should be getting more character development. I mean, I know it's a show about being meta and riffing right. on on other franchises and, you know, super clever in jokes and all of that. Sure, um, but there there are some times when I'm like, oh man, we're like se- th- uh, three seasons in. There's there's not really much character development. Um, I feel like this is an episode that is kind of a remedy for that because, I mean, first of all, it's a very brita centric episode, which we don't get a ton of, and it's a it's a real brita centric episode because I feel like most of the time Britta is takes a lead role in an episode she is kind of as a as a like she's doing her own thing like the episode where she's protesting everything sure where it's like yeah she's got she's got a starring bit but it is as a sort of comic relief this right. is this is like actually about Britta, and uh so that's great i do like that bit at the end where you can see and and Uh, uh, Donald Glover and Gillian Jacobs both do so well with just their facial expressions. Yes. In, in this episode, when Troy looks really upset when his, his nice thing that he texted to Britta, uh, you know, like just turns her off from blade, Mm -hmm. um, when she thinks it's blade and he he just he looks so depressed and he does such a good job of that. And then when Britta rereads the text uh, and is like, oh, oh, snap, Troy wrote that. And she you she's got this smile on her face. I'm like, oh, that that warms my cold, dead heart. I, I really love that. Like, it's a it's a very funny episode. I mean, every, everyone's got their own stuff they're doing, whether it's just trying to watch Blade, whether it's trying to watch the guy named Blade to figure out what he's about, whether it's trying to there's a
1: lot of watching blade
0: there's a lot of watching blade whether it's trying to to sext blade or uh writing you are a junkie on a banana everyone's got everyone's got their own stuff it's a great episode and then like that last bit at the end like i think i think just like joke wise it would be like a b plus um but that sort of uh, emotion at the end the actual character development really pushes it into solid a territory uh not even a minus it's a full-on a uh so that's what i'm giving it it's a great episode
1: all right yeah i i mean i don't have any argument with any of that i think you know when i was i was like reminding myself what came after pillows and blankets which is you know such a such such a big swing to kind of come down to this, and I was reading about it. I was like, I don't remember this episode very well, um, and obviously, you know, we we talked through it. Um, it's it's it, it certainly doesn't. It's it's not hitting swinging for the fences. It's hitting a single, and it does. It's like you said, it's very funny. It's very it's very good at kind of deepening the Troy Britta relationship and having them understand each other a little bit better. There I mean I totally agree there are funny bits. I, I just don't think it hits as well for me as it does for you, and that's you know just a personal preference. I think, you know, uh the th- th- there are some p- some pieces of it that just, you know, Shirley kind of disappears. Uh she just kind of exits the episode at one point. I, I do love the amount that Shirley's in it. Like I love like her her fun interactions with Jeff. But I I don't I don't know it just something isn't connecting as well for me as it does for you. Um, I'd probably call it a B plus. Um, I do think it's very it's it's good. I just uh, there there's something that you know. Other uh, perhaps it's like Shirley and and the Pierce Chang thing that just doesn't doesn't work for me. So, but I you know I I'm down to watch Blade or watch the guy named Blade <laughs> be the guy named Blade. And Mm -hmm. you know, I love the line. It won't change how mustard tastes because it won't. Nothing you do can change what mustard tastes like, unless you make a different mustard. I guess that's that would change that. But that mustard has its own intrinsic taste that the other. Anyway, I'm getting too deep into mustard lore.
0: Uh huh the the deep well of mustard lore
1: deep deep wells of mustard. I like to call them.
0: Uh, but we want to know what you think about this episode about deep wells of mustard. About what fictitious character you would marry?
1: Is it Elastigirl? Do you also? Can you also not lie about the big booties?
0: <laughs> uh, they are not uh contractually obligated to be truthful about big booties. That is true. It's a um,
1: contractual thing for me. But some, you know, if you're, some people are just lawful good, and they're just like, I cannot lie. You other brothers cannot deny.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to know all these things and more. Uh.
1: What about time travel? To, yeah, to, I
0: was like, what else were we talking about? I'm like, oh, right. We, I spent... Yeah, I said we, and then I'm like, nope. I spent <laughs> 20 minutes ranting about time travel. Sure. Um, but I helped like by I'm, suggesting that... Like I'm that, want to do.
1: But I suggested that... Uh the uh, not punching Biff turns into COVID. So there's also that.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, you can let us know, uh, these things by tweeting at us. We are on Twitter at good You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. You can send us a message there. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And Hey, a thing I haven't said in a while, we're on Apple Podcasts, and if you want to give us a review there, that helps people find the show. So you yeah, can that would be awesome. Like it, you can uh, give it a star rating. Uh, hopefully, more stars than Starburn's face, because that's a two, and that's not a good score. Not a good score, can Leave we a review understand. and say what you like about it. So yeah, you can do that on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts.
1: Uh, and thank you again to coming to the end of these, uh, you know, they, sometimes we challenge you with some thoughts that, uh, like, like, uh, time travel, uh, what, what Doc Brown knew and when he knew it. Um, but thank you again for coming to the end of these. We love you very much. And I, we hope you're well, just uh, hopefully we put a smile on your face. We love you
0: until next week when we're talking about, uh, yet another episode of, community
1: oh i was i was worried there for a moment i was like oh what are we going to be talking about probably not that episode of community though
0: more back to the future uh, it's very very likely um until then i'm ben
1: and i'm mike
0: i wish you luck